0: Hello, welcome to episode 9 of For the Love of the Game podcast. I'm Paige, that's Mackenzie, and today we're going to talk
1: about Weekend 4. Weekend 4, baby. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Weekend 4. I feel like I'm extra excited this week because we'll get to it later in the episode, but we have some new rankings, everybody, which is just really exciting. I don't know, just a little, little something different than the usual that we've had these first few weeks.
0: Yeah, I'm real excited. Yeah. Not too many new teams in the rankings, but a lot of shakeups in yes. what we had, and so we'll definitely go over that. Um, for the, like, last time right now, for now, I'm going to start mm-hmm. with Texas because they were ranked number one going into the weekend. We're doing it. Um, but they did not have a great weekend. They went to South Carolina this weekend, and they went on the weekend. So starting pitcher Tanner Witt, we told you, was out with Tommy John surgery, and we told you about – um. Austin Todd having his shoulder injury. So they went to South Carolina. Friday was postponed to weather. Saturday, Ivan Melendez, the Titanic, started the game hot. He went deep in the top of the first. There was an unbelievable play by South Carolina shortstop, but Texas did take game one nine to five to get that first win. So I'm thinking at this point, like Texas is looking beauty and grace. Chef's kiss. No. On Sunday, they played two um, games because of the <clears throat> weather Friday. And in the first game of the doubleheader, Texas lost two to four. And I was like, whoa, this is their third loss in eight days. Like yeah. they lost UCLA, lost Texas State, and now another loss to South Carolina. Well, it was not just their third loss in eight days because in the second game, they were looking kind of rough. Again, it started out hot with yet again another Ivan Melendez home run in the first inning. Went 493 feet. Insane. But they didn't have the pitching to support. So their starting pitcher, Lucas Gordon, gave up three earned runs in just three and a third. Their first reliever they called in, Daniel Blair, gave up another three. There's a little merry-go-round of pitchers happening, (laughs) um, which included Zane Morehouse, who gave up another three earned runs. And in the top of the ninth, um, it was a nine-to-one game no other runs except for Ivan Melendez in the first well he once again came up to the plate and was able to drive in a run to make it a nine to two game Texas did score two more runs after that but they still fell short lost nine to four lost their first series of the year and is no longer
1: going to be our number one team no I know which they didn't fall too much we'll get to that later but yeah they just didn't really they didn't really show up this weekend they had some trouble and like Paige said within these last eight games, like yeah, not even eight games, literally eight days. Like, oh yeah, eight days. days, not even eight games. You can't even give them that exactly. Eight days. Yeah. Six games, Ooh, yes. Texas. Well, we moved to our number two, not number two anymore. Ole Miss. They, they showed out this weekend though, against Oral Roberts. They took mm-hmm. the series Friday. They beat Oral Roberts 16 to two. So tons of runs in that game. They played a double header on Sunday both games just being seven innings, and in the first one, Ole Miss, they took it six to two. But the second one, they did lose to Ole Roberts. They lost that one four to eight. But I don't know. Sometimes I always like say in baseball, like the third game can always just be if you know you're at the end with your pitching and everything. So or Robert, Ole Roberts did take that one, um, but they won the series. So good for them. And we always talk about Tim Elko, major contributions this weekend. Yes, he's awesome he's he's just great amazing so but another player um that we want to highlight this week is justin bench who's hitting 364 and his obp on base percentage um is 464 also tj McCants is hitting 368 with an on-base percentage of 510 and sorry if you hear my dog in the background super cute of her just liking to bark but anyways Great for Ole Miss. They came out and as you guys are gonna see later, we might have a number one, new number one ranked team, which is Ole Miss. I'll just, I'll say that now. So good for them. And they have some midweek games this week against Southeastern Louisiana. Yes, and I didn't mention Texas's
0: midweek games. I apologize. They're going to play uh, College of Charleston and the Citadel. Is that how you say it? The Citadel. The Citadel, I think so. We're gonna roll with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's so exciting for Ole Miss. It's really cool to see some of those numbers out of those players. I don't know, it's, yeah. it's a good time down there in Mississippi. It really is, it's a great time. All right, moving on to Arkansas. They had their weekend series against the UIC, which we said it's Illinois Chicago, starting on Thursday, going to Sunday. They didn't play Friday due to some like snow stuff. So Thursday they played two. They won the first game 12 to four and five to four. On Saturday they won 10 to one. On Sunday, the game really went up till the end. Arkansas was leading UIC in the into the ninth, eight to six. UIC scored two runs in the top of the ninth to tie it up, but a double by Arkansas's Michael Turner and then a home run by Chris Lindzilly gave Arkansas two runs in the bottom of the ninth to walk it off with a ten to eight win, and they were able to sweep that four game series against UIC, which I mean no surprise there in my yeah opinion. And then they should have a couple easy midweek games against
1: Grambling. This week. beautiful for Arkansas. Okay, and then we have number four our Vandy boys. They were fabulous this weekend. They were three and zero, sweeped their series against Wagner, who they hosted at home. Friday they had a doubleheader, due to weather. No surprise, coming on Saturday they won twelve to seven in the first game and thirteen to zero in the second game. So just. Absolutely crushing it with the runs. And on Sunday, they also crushed Wagner yet again, 15 to 5. Gavin Cassis was three for four, and Dominic Keegan was two for three, both with a double a home run and four RBIs. So just absolutely raking, which is no surprise for the Bandy Boys. In midweek games, they play Michigan tomorrow on Tuesday. So go big blue. Go big blue. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like like a, ma- like a repeat
0: of the 2019. World Series. Yeah. College World Series. That's yeah. cute. That's cute. cute. Oh, I like it. It's I like it.
1: cute. <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell us the next one, too? Because that's your team. Yes. I do love Stanford, but I don't necessarily love what they did this weekend. But also, it's bittersweet. So, we told you guys <laughs> last week. They played the Ducks at home this weekend. So, in Palo Alto. They, unfortunately, did not win the series. Friday night, the Ducks upset Stanford 4-3. to three. Good for those duckies, but oh, sad for Sanford. And then in a very high-scoring game on Saturday, Sanford was actually down 16-9 to 9 going into the bottom of the ninth. They did come back. They scored four runs in the ninth to try and get that comeback win, but they just didn't. They couldn't pull it out. So Oregon won that series, and they won that game 16-13. to 13, Very high-scoring game. And then on Sunday, though, they faced the Ducks one last time, and they weren't able to get that last one on Sunday, 10-6. to 6, But... Like I said, not enough to get that series win, so the Ducks took that one, and good for the Ducks. You know, it just—it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a bittersweet thing. Good, good matchup between the two, but yes, yeah, Stanford couldn't pull that one off, and they have no midweek games though this week, so they can rest up for hopefully a good showing this next weekend. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> All right. Then we had Oklahoma State, who was 2-1 and one on the weekend. They hosted BYU um, at Globe Life Field, though, which, side note, I know this is super annoying. I shouldn't say this. But Globe Life Field is, like, really becoming a spot for a bunch of these college teams to be playing since Major League Baseball is so delayed. And I just mm-hmm. found out today that – so, Texas, UT, and Oklahoma, that's a big rivalry. It's the Red River rivalry. They always play up in the Cotton Bowl in football. Here, like in Dallas. Well, mm-hmm. I just found out that now they're going to do their series for baseball at the Rangers Stadium, too, and they're trying to, like, potentially make that a thing for every year to always have those two teams play up here at Globe Life Field, just because more money for both schools, more yeah revenue, which no, is super smart. exciting, yeah. so I found that out today, but not Oklahoma huh. State. I just... It's the actual Oklahoma, not the Oklahoma State. Like the yeah, but anyway, had to clarify because I hate when people do that about Oregon State. They're like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No. yeah. But I brought it up because I saw Globe Life Field. Anyway, Oklahoma State. Back to them. They dropped the Thursday game eight to six to BYU. They won Friday night three to zero for Oklahoma State's first shutout of the season, which I was kind of surprised of. I hadn't really noticed that yet, actually. But Justin Campbell, Cale Davis, and Trevor Martin combined to allow just two hits and rack up 19 strikeouts. Wow, Unbelievable. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: Beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, they won 8-5 to to win the series. Caden Trankel really stood out in this one. He went 2-3 for three with two RBI and an incredible catch to rob a home run. Trevor Martin got the save for Oklahoma State, and that was his fourth save of the season so far. They have a midweek game versus Dallas Baptist on Wednesday.
1: Love. Go, Pokes. (laughs) Next up, we have Oregon State. They went to Pullman this weekend uh, to play Washington State, their first conference series. Super fun. First game, they came out freaking hot. I was watching this game while I was, like, getting ready to go pick my sister up from the airport, and literally within the first inning, they had – literally 20 minutes into the game, I don't even know how long this inning lasted. But three home runs—they just were absolutely crushing it. So they won this opener, 13 to three. Cooper Jerpy, um, super effective in his five and a third innings played, allowing just three runs. Um, but we did have some bullpen appearances later in the game from Ben Ferrer, Reed Seby, and Jaron Hunter. They were. Nearly perfect when they were in for combined um, two hits and one walk. So this was a really great game for the Beeves coming yeah. out strong. Um, Saturday's game, they also beat the Cougars 5-1. Jacob Melton doing Jacob Melton things. Dude, he is a fan favorite, I think, across the mm-hmm. board. I think all Beaver fans love him. And he's just he's fantastic. And so he hit an incredible home run to help OSU secure the series. And then Jacob Matz, is that how you say it? You don't pronounce the K correct? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, I'm just clarifying. But yeah, Jacob Mm -hmm. Matz went five innings, giving up just one run to get his third win of the season. So, with Saturday's game, the Beavs took the series. Unfortunately, though, like we were talking about earlier, those Sunday games can just be a little bit iffy. The Beavs came out strong um, with a few runs. Against Wazoo, Um, they started Brock Townsend, who will likely find himself more and more into the weekend rotation until we see Fenning's back. Um, But he only went three and a third and gave up four runs, unfortunately. Um, Relievers were effective. um, But Hibbard, who came in later, did also give up three runs. Um, So in the bottom of the ninth, it was a close game, eight to seven. Beavers were up, but... The Kooks took this one and they scored two more and they won the game nine to eight. Or wait, yeah, yeah, they won the game nine to eight. So the Beavs lost that one on Sunday, unfortunately, but it was a close game. It's Sunday. Your pitching is, you know. But it's also wazoo I know, and I don't really think there's much of an excuse for that. I watched I Wazoo
0: two weekends ago here and they, in the nicest way possible, with so much love and prayer <laughs> for them behind this, they look terrible.
1: I know, that's I, it's like, I don't want to hate on a team, but truly you can make the Sunday excuse, but I agree with you, Paige. It's like the Coos are just not looking hot this year. Like, oh, oh my gosh. When I was watching, I, I think it was the first game that poor pitcher just could not throw a strike. And like, it, it just, it was, it was sad to watch. So yeah, the bees really should have pulled out and won that game on Sunday, but they did get the series uh, when good for them. And they do have games tomorrow and Wednesday. They're going to host Grand Canyon for two midweek games. And they better come out hot because we know Grand Canyon does have potential to show up and, you know, yeah, stir things do. up. So the bees better come out Ready. strong. Do their thing.
0: Yes. Okay. Then we moved to Florida State. They went to Wake Forest this weekend. Friday they lost 3-9. to Saturday's game was postponed, so they played two on Sunday. The weather, you know, we all hate it. Okay. The first Sunday game <laughs> was a it. nice little 5-1 <laughs> to one victory for Florida State. The second game ended a little closer, but Florida State still did pull off the victory 3-2 to two, to take the series. They have two midweek games. They'll play Florida, which I think is just going to be a, again, chef's kiss, great
1: game. Yes, so excited for that. I'm excited. Yeah. And then Wednesday they play Bethune-Cookman. Nice. Um, Next up, we have Notre Dame. They went 2-0 this weekend against NC State, um, a kind of exciting series that we were looking forward Mm to. Supposed to be three games, but due to weather, nope, we only got two of them. So, Friday's game in a 12-inning game, they beat NC State 8-4. Like I said, canceled Saturday. On Sunday, they played one game. Notre Dame took that one 11-4 to win both games over NC State this weekend, Mm -hmm. which, Honestly, no brainer to me. NC State is a team, you know, we like to watch. They're a solid team, but Notre Dame is just better. So they are. They showed up this weekend, beat NC State, and then they have a game tomorrow on Tuesday against Valparaiso. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. That I was I'm looking for really that one. That's, that's just one, you know, Valparaiso. I'm sorry if it's something different, but. Notre Dame, we one, got one midweek game
0: tomorrow. <laughs> right. While we're there, I'll just make a note like that I was going to say when we talked about NC State. I know everybody was so excited for Tommy White, Tommy Tanks, looking so yes. good at the beginning of the season, but it, he still is kind of on his cold spell since he, yeah. he went real hot and went real cold. So he was 0 4 on Sunday with two strikeouts. So really things aren't oh. looking too great for him oh. right Damn. now, uh, or 0 for 4. And so, just not a great look for NC State right now. I think they're out of the rankings now. They
1: are. Yeah. yeah, this week I yeah. believe they are out of the rankings.
0: Yeah, but I do want to say, like, for NC State people, like, have hope. Tommy Tanks is literally a freshman. He is an 18, maybe 19-year-old kid. Like, you have two, maybe three more years of him, and hopefully he heats back up this summer and NC, yes. or this spring and NC State can find themselves back in the –
1: Exactly, and we're still, you know, fresh into the season, and even like we've seen these first four weeks, there's lots of movement in the top 25 and what teams are doing. So, we're not losing hope on NC State, but, yeah, they're just like Paige said, Tommy Tanks and NC State just kind of going through a cold spell.
0: hmm Yeah. All right, then we move to Tennessee. Every time I see Tennessee, I just think of Morgan Mullen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> love him. Love, love. They hosted Rhode Island this weekend in Knoxville. So, obviously, it's going to be a pretty easy uh, series. They went 3-0 to zero this week. Or 3. I am, like, messing everything up I'm saying. I think it's because I'm having <laughs> caffeine for the first time. It happens with both of week. us, yeah. In a week. Um, so, they hosted Rhode Island. They went 3-0 and this weekend. Friday, they played two games. They won the first game 17-4. I and the second to 8-3 to, to win the series. Sunday, they played their final game of the series. And, of course, handled it very similar to the other ones with a 12-3 to three win. They have a midweek game on Tuesday against Eastern Kentucky.
1: Perfect. Um, Florida this weekend played Seton Hall. They did not play Friday, so they ended up playing two on Saturday. They won the first game 16-4. And then they took the series after winning the second game 11-9 but that Sunday game, they dropped the last game four to six. They lost to Seton Hall. So they took the series, but couldn't quite pull it off for the sweep. They have a midweek game versus Florida State, like we said earlier on Tuesday, which will be definitely one to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yes. All right, going to LSU, they hosted Bethune-Cookman for a series this weekend. Friday, they won 8-7. Saturday, they took the series with a 5-1 win. Sunday, they got the sweep with a, whoa, 15-0 to zero win. So, LSU is looking much oh better after that. a rough weekend last week. So, that's a happy, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a crappy. Right-handed pitcher Blake Money is still day-to-day with a wrist injury. It's not expected to be long-term, according to Kendall Rogers. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I've heard this from Kendall <laughs> Rogers. But, uh not expected to be a super long-term injury but still kind of rough for LSU and like injuries are not good for anyone as we know at Oregon State with Jake Fennings right now so yeah. that's not the best but Tuesday they will play Tulane who also are they still in our ranking oh
1: well, we'll they are them. not yeah they're not in our ranking anymore and that's what we'll talk about this too like we said lots <laughs> of movement I feel like within these first mm-hmm. four weeks yeah so next up Georgia Tech, um, they played Virginia Tech at home this weekend, they swept the series first game pretty close tonight one, 9-8, to and then they played two games on Sunday, they took care of the first one nice and easy with a 12-6 win, second game though not so much, still got the one but it was close throughout the whole thing. At the end of nine, they were tied five to five, which meant, like we always say, free baseball. And there was so much. There was so much.
0: I was was watching this game yesterday, trying to stay up, and I was like, another inning. (laughs) Another
1: inning. Oh, my sweet. Atlanta. Yeah. So finally, in the bottom of the 14th, with two outs, uh, Georgia Tech. Tied it up, well, because I should say Virginia Tech did score um, in the 14th inning, making it 6-5. But, like I just said, Georgia Tech came back and tied it. Um, but then, so Tech tied it up. They still had runners on. A single scored the winning run, finally, Mylanta, 7-6 for Georgia Tech. Super long day of baseball, 23 innings combined. That's just, yeah. No, that's just gross. I love baseball, but that's too much.
0: I mean, there it was a doubleheader, so it was already going to be long. But then
1: having the second game go 14 innings, like holy shit. God bless these guys. I mean, doubleheaders are just hard in general. And then, yeah, like Mm -hmm. you said, 14 innings for the second game. I
0: think I might be like low-key. I am and I'm not. I'm kind of a fan of the, like seven inning doubleheader days. Like the games are seven innings. So it's just a little bit shorter. But yeah. I'm also not because I love free baseball. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I just, it's just not 14 it's such innings. A give or... and take. Such
1: a give and take. <laughs> All right. Well. Three. And they do have two midweek games uh against Jackson State on Tuesday and Wednesday. So oh. go Georgia. Tech. We'll see what they do. All
0: right. Going to Liberty. We told you guys last week that they're going to play Campbell, and Campbell's looked like decently good yeah they stayed decently good they beat liberty seven to zero on friday yeah kind of yikers yeah yeah so campbell's looking kind of like if they keep going where they're going they're going to make a regional but we'll see um the saturday game was actually canceled due to weather so of course so they played on sunday and liberty won that one five to three so they went 500 on the weekend really split that with campbell Mm -hmm. So,
1: good little... Which, not surprised fine. about. Honestly, like, pretty... Mm-hmm. I feel pretty neutral about that outcome. Because, like Me we too. said, Campbell's doing pretty well. Liberty, yeah. same time, so makes sense for them uh next up we have north carolina they also wait wait. i have to tell you about midweek
0: they have a midweek game versus vcu it's not a big deal it's no big deal i don't even i don't even remember who vcu stands for but i know we said it in one episode
1: so we're so bad because we want to talk about those midweek games and like say that or come but i swear to you every time it's like i just keep skipping over them Anyways, though, North Carolina, they swept Pittsburgh this weekend. They hosted them um, for a three-game series. They won the first game 7-4, to four, won the second game 4-3, to and the third game to get the sweep 9-2. to two, And they are playing BMI and Richmond for midweek games this week.
0: Yes, they are. Um, so, yeah, I think North Carolina is just, was that, yeah, North Carolina is just mm-hmm. looking, like, I don't know. North Carolina scares me just because PTSD from 2006 <laughs> and 2007. Yeah. But yeah. we won. We made it out. It's fine. But, yeah, um, yeah. North Carolina is. They always
1: do. And they're just they're holding steady right now, which I kind of like, you know, holding that mm-hmm. middle ground spot and just getting their wins, doing what they need to do. They are. Alright. Do you want to tell us about the next one too? Because I want to talk about it. Yes. <laughs> Arizona. Another Pac-12 series this weekend. They played Cal. Um I can't remember if Arizona hosted this one. I believe they did. Oh no, no, no. They played at Cal. So mm-hmm. they did win this series. They didn't get the sweep, though. They started with an 8-2 lead on Friday night, but Cal caught up with a 9-8 victory over Arizona. All of these games, like. This is just Mm -hmm. baseball. You know, you cannot come out with an 8-2 lead and feel secure in that because Mm -mm. you just can't. So Cal came back um, and won that game. They scored three in the bottom of the six and then um, of the four runs and then scored in the ninth inning. They were all on wild pitches or pass balls, which just sucks. Like, I hate even if it's a team I'm going for or not. Like, it just sucks when they're like – the pitches are just terrible. I mean, the four runs, runs
0: all scored on wild pitches and yeah. pass balls in the ninth inning, like that—that yeah. that lost the game for them.
1: Yeah, it's just shitty. Wow. It's just shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did come back on Saturday. They evened up the series with a ten-four win over Cal, and then Sunday they took the last game, thirteen to five. They have a game tonight, um, which they won thirteen to eight over Pacific. Yeah. So
0: awesome pacific i was yeah all right so to texas tech we go and they went to rice down in houston for three games this weekend tech won the first game 10 to 1 over Rice. i will say i made a comment and i was like does anyone know what happened to ty coleman like he was (laughs) killing it for them nobody responded so i follow you and just kidding i'm kidding i love you all um but Ty Coleman was back in the lineup, so I must have just really spoke his name into existence. Obviously, it was all me. The second game was yeah. much closer. They won three to two. Tech scored early in the first after a Ty Coleman home run, scored Cole Stilwell in the fourth. Coleman scored thanks to a sack fly by Owen Washburn. See, that's two big plays by him, and I'm yeah. like, see y'all. See y'all, he needed to be back in the lineup. Rice scored two runs in the eighth to tie it up, but Parker Kelly came in clutch. Classic Parker Kelly. With a double to score Kurt Wilson in the ninth and win the game. So, there, Tech took the series, but on Sunday, they decided they wanted to sweep the series. So, they beat Rice seven to four. Someone who stuck out offensively in Sunday's game to me was Tech's catcher, Hudson White. And I think I have like a mom crush on him because he <laughs> is like a little, like, freshy catcher and he went three for four with a walk and scored three runs. And he's just like such a cute little, like, huh? Yes. I don't wanna be your mom. Yeah. Sorry to his mom.
1: <laughs> I want so, to be your mom.
0: <laughs> that's how old I am now. Uh, Yikes. Um, so, a great little series sweep for Texas Tech. And this week, they're going to play two games against New Mexico on Tuesday and Wednesday.
1: Nice. Okay, next we come to Tulane, who we were talking about earlier. One of our teams that came into the rankings last week. Not so much this week. They played Evansville uh over the weekend and went over three. They lost both Saturday games to Evansville, three to five, one to five, and then Sunday they lost 15 to 5 to Evansville. So they were swept, yeah. not in Evansville, they were swept at home in Tulane. Yeah. Um, which poses the question. Paige and I, I think we're both on the same <laughs> page with this. Lots of movement within these. Last four weeks and maybe too much movement. I don't know if Tulane really deserved that eighteen hundred percent. Yeah. No, no, it
0: wasn't even like a twenty-five, a twenty-four, a twenty-three, a twenty-two. It was eighteen, and I mean, yeah. I just the only reason they got that eighteen spot is because they won a series over Mississippi State. It's the same reason why Long Beach State a couple weeks ago got a spot in the top twenty-five because yeah. they beat Mississippi State. It just doesn't make sense to put a team in the top twenty-five and that high up in the top 25 when they only have that one series win like that's the only thing that stands out for them
1: yeah and I even put it's like it's basically like our Stanford and Duck series this last weekend It Mm -hmm. is like yes the Ducks swept them in Palo Alto they swept like a top five ranked team but like you'll see once we get to the rankings later the Ducks are still not in the ranking and I think that's fair. Yeah. I think teams need to mm-hmm. prove themselves a little more, especially here in the beginning. It's like, yeah, they got to they gotta prove themselves a little bit more before you just, like, go sweep a series and then get moved into the top one. Like yeah. That. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, they definitely need to have more, especially, yeah, yeah. Too late. No.
1: Exactly. Oh, <laughs> and so, yes. And so they're definitely – they're out of the top 25 going into this week. Um, mm-hmm. But they are playing two midweek games, one against LSU and the second against Nichols. Yes.
0: All right. So we went to Clemson, which I was so excited about Clemson because they were one of our few maybe only undefeated teams. Mm-hmm. They're no longer undefeated. They lost on <laughs> Sunday. Their first loss of the season. But I was so excited because they won Friday night 9 to 6 over Northeastern on Saturday they won 4 or 10 to 4 over Northeastern and so they improved to 14 and 0 on the season, which is just really exciting for this Clemson team because they were not someone that was picked in the beginning of the season to look good or do well so i was really excited for them but sunday it was a sad day in south carolina they had their first loss three to five so but 14 and one right now a great place to be yes great place to be and they are playing georgia state on tuesday
1: beautiful um (laughs) then we have georgia they got the job done this weekend against Lipscomb. I hate saying this name every time. I just like feel insecure every time if it's Lipscomb, Lipscomb. I don't know, but anyways, they got the job done. They swept the series. They won Friday eight to three. They had a doubleheader on Sunday. The one that they won the first game nine to two. And then the second game, which was right after, which, like we said, sucks. I don't know how they do it. But they won that game 9-5. to And then this week they will play upstate South Carolina um, on Tuesday at home. Yeah. Jeez. There goes Paige's mic okay it's every time I drop something
0: one time it was a flower fell one time my shoe cut off my or my sock cut off my circulation now I'm just (laughs) dropping my mic every time I would need like a blooper reel for me really we do (laughs) okay (laughs) then damn TCU hosted army for three games this week and it was their military appreciation weekend and it was not very military appreciative because they swept army (laughs) so rude Oh, it feels like a rough way to appreciate your army, Literally. but um, they had a double header on Saturday. They won the first game six to four. The second game was a lot closer. It was tied five to five in the ninth and nobody scored. So free baseball. Army didn't score in the top of the 10th, but TCU scored in the bottom when Army walked in the winning run. It's so crazy when that happens. They walked in the winning run. TCU won game two, six to four. And then on Sunday, TCU got the sweep with their five to two win in game three. Great for them. They swept that series. And then this weekend they are playing, they're hosting actually, AM Corpus Christi. So that'll be real exciting for them. That should nice. be another easy two wins.
1: And then we have um, NC State, which we talked about earlier. They, yeah, just they lost to Notre skip Dame. Off. We'll just we'll just get right through this one. It's just a sad <laughs> one. Like we said, yeah, NC State. We'll see what we'll see what they have going for them this next yeah. week. But yeah, they went out for two this weekend. Um Mississippi State, though, on the other hand, they hosted Princeton um, for three games at home. They won 11 to 2 on Friday. Saturday was postponed. Um, to a doubleheader on Sunday, and the Sunday doubleheader, they won both games, three to two and nine to one in the third game for the sweep. Um, super productive weekend for Mississippi State, who has, like we've seen, lost a couple series already, but they got some good wins under their belt. So good for them. We'll see what they're going to continue to do. Um, Paige, you want to talk about some unfortunate news for Mississippi
0: State? Oh, yeah. I'm the bearer of bad news today. All right, and some really unfortunate news. It looks like both Landon Sims and Stone Simmons will be out for the season with Torrin UCL. So, likely getting Tommy John surgery and out for the whole season. Kendall Rogers reports first.
1: (laughs) Kendall Rogers. (laughs) But, yeah, sad news for Mississippi State. Yes, and they are hosting Birmingham on Monday, and so that is today. As we're recording, Paige, we have a score update oh, on that one. That is today. That is today. Wow. I know. I no. I thought you. I saw the. Um, oh it was my on gosh.
0: Tuesday. Okay, so I definitely maybe it is today. Um, I definitely skipped. I'm looking it up right now, but okay. I definitely thought it was not today. It is today. I have this. I have the score. Actually, yeah, okay. I do have the score. I'm I'm so <laughs> speedy. I pulled up the Maryland game. I did not pull up the Mississippi State game. But no worries. It's really unfortunate for them actually. Oh and they're down three to four
1: in the bottom of the third. So well at least not it's early on. Bad. But mm-hmm. come on, Mississippi come on Mississippi State. Let's let's get it going. Yeah,
0: a score I do have for us though, since we're moving on to Maryland, is Maryland's score right now. They're playing Georgetown. Uh, it got the game got pushed to Monday because of weather, and <laughs> so it's the top of the ninth right now. In Georgetown five to one, which really isn't too. Surprising. They beat Georgetown ten to nine on Friday, um, and then they beat Cornell on Sunday, twelve to five. So they're doing pretty good. They don't really. I mean, these are it's, it's Georgetown and Cornell, my dude. I know.
1: Exactly.
0: I don't know. I, I just think, don't really know what to say. Too no. Yeah, but I, I think Maryland's gonna pull this one out. It's top of the ninth, they're up five to one. So seems like they will be three and and0 oh on the weekend. But in some more unfortunate news, Kendall Rogers <laughs> reported that right-handed pitcher Nick Dean did miss his start this weekend due to forearm tightness. But on the right side of it.
1: Beautiful. That's what we like to hear. Okay, to top off our top 25, we have Gonzaga. They were supposed to play four games against Missouri this weekend starting on Thursday. But due to weather, beautiful little weather situation, they played Long Beach State instead. So Wednesday, they did play Missouri for one game. They won 10-5. to And then they played Long Beach State Friday, Um Through Sunday at Long Beach, Friday Gonzaga won seven to two. On Saturday, though, Long Beach State beat Gonzaga thirteen to three, and then on Sunday Gonzaga lost again. A close one, though. They lost one to zero. Not looking too too hot for Gonzaga, but that was just a weird weekend for them, you know. It was a weird weekend. Play one team, and then yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, spoiler spoiler alert they say in our top 25 which is just so weird to me because but i will say and we've said before um i think we've mentioned this before they will game at home because spocompton is just too cold right now so they have been literally anywhere on the road just not at home and that's going to continue this week for gonzaga like or this coming weekend I guess I should say for Gonzaga and they still won't have played at home they're going down to California um, <laughs> so they don't get to play at home until next Tuesday so we'll see I feel bad for them but yeah it's kind of rough always be on the road
1: yeah well so yeah. now let's talk about some teams that we want to highlight this week um that are unranked Paige you want to talk about the first two because I know the second one you definitely need to touch on
0: well, I would definitely want to touch on the third one actually.
1: Well, are we going to talk about UCLA? UCLA, we were going to No, wait. There. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I see what you're saying. I see. What you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We were going to talk Okay, we're skipping UCLA. So, we were going to yeah. talk about UCLA because we were like thinking that they should have been in the spot that Gonzaga kind of was in or that Long Beach State was in a couple weeks ago. So, we thought UCLA was making their way up. We've talked about UCLA a lot this season. But they lost two games to USC this weekend, so if anything, we should be talking about USC, but yeah. we're not going to. We're
1: not going to. So, no.
0: so yeah, I don't see a point. Do you want to talk about
1: Virginia? Yeah, actually I will. So Virginia this weekend, um, so they're a team that's always good. They are now ranked going into this week by D1 Baseball at the 19th spot. They are 13-0 this season. They did have one loss this weekend, um, but haven't faced a whole lot of real competition. But they played Duke this weekend, and we were excited about that one. So they beat Duke Friday night 5-0. They played two on Sunday, won the first 13-1. But Duke took the last one 7-6, but a close game. Basically, Virginia showed up, though, um, played – God, I literally almost just choked on my own spit. They they played Duke really well. And for that, they're in our rankings. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that
0: even though they didn't, haven't had, like, that much competition in the past, they still have to play Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Miami, and North Carolina this season. So, Mm -hmm. they will either prove themselves or not prove themselves. And I see so many Virginia fans on my Twitter, like, bitching and moaning about how they're not in the top 25. Well, now you are, and we'll see how long it lasts. Like, maybe you'll stay. Maybe you won't. I think Virginia, historically, is a great program. Exactly. We'll see what they do. But, okay. My... Favorite newest addition to our baseball rankings is my heart and soul, Texas State. Yay, I'm <laughs> so excited. So we talked about how this week they were really competitive with UT. They lost that Tuesday game, but it was eight to nine and they literally could have won it. Like there was just a little bit, I don't know. Yeah. It was eight to nine in the ninth and the basis, it was just such a close game. But so, that was really exciting for Texas State. They got a win over UT. They beat Arizona, obviously another ranked team the weekend before. And then this weekend, they swept Southern. So, they are 14-3 and three on the season, which I think might be one of their best starts to a season. Mm-hmm. And we will discuss them in a minute because they are now in our top 25. How well, in D1 beautiful baseball,
1: 25. and fun. Go off Texas State. That's just so fun.
0: So exciting. That.
1: You know what, Pats? Love it. And then another team we actually haven't talked about um, this season quite yet, but they are our only team left with an undefeated season. So Purdue went 2-0 this weekend. Their record is 14-0. They played Bellarmine. Bellarmine? Bellarmine. I think for Bellarmine, right? Um, this weekend. Um, they played two out of their three scheduled games because surprise, shocker, canceled on Saturday due to weather. Thursday they won 8-4, Sunday 7-4. So Purdue, just fun to keep an eye out on since their last remaining undefeated team in college baseball.
0: Yeah, but looking at their schedule, they've played a bunch of nobodies. I know. Like South Dakota State, Princeton, Longwood. Where even is Longwood? I know. Holy. So that's why I said we're going to have to see. Oh, no. We're going to
1: have to see. They've... They're highlighted now because of the because of their record, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's kind of what happens too when you play some easy yeah. competition. So I guess we'll find out. New wow. rankings page. Should we just go through this and each do like five at a time? Five. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, starting off, we have our new number one ranked team, Ole Miss. Number two, Texas. Number three, Arkansas. Number four, Vanderbilt. And in the top five, Oregon State, baby. Love to see it. Number five.
0: Wow. Wild. Um, That's wild. Okay. I love it. Um, Then number six is Notre Dame. Number seven is Tennessee. Number eight is Florida State. Number nine is Florida. And number 10 is
1: Georgia Tech. Beautiful. Beautiful. Number 11, we have Oklahoma State. Stanford, after their tough loss to the Ducks, fell to number 12. LSU is now 13. Liberty, 14 in North Carolina, staying at their 15 spot.
0: Arizona also stayed at the 16th spot. Texas Tech stayed at the 17th spot. Clemson moved down one spot to 18. Virginia is now in the rankings at 19. And Georgia stayed at 20. Nice.
1: TCU staying in that 21 spot, and then we have Texas State, our new addition at the 22 spot. Mississippi State just holding solid at that 23 spot. We'll see what happens within this next week. <laughs> Maryland at 24 and Gonzaga staying put at 25.
0: I mean, I think there's going to be more shakeups this week, or I not think this so week, too. but. Next weekend. So I'm excited to talk about – I'm excited for our next episode already to talk about who these teams are playing (laughs) over the weekend so that we can talk
1: about, like, the potential shakeups because I think there's going to be some stuff. Yes, things are happening. Things are moving. We're really getting into it. So we're really excited. It's just – it's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really fun. All right. We did it. That is a wrap of episode nine. Everybody enjoy your week and we will talk to you later this week. Yeah. All right. We're out.